0: This happened in the summer of 2007. I was a city worker for a town on the East Coast. I don't want to drop any names since this really isn't something I should be talking about. The town I worked for was a pretty big tourist destination in the summer and fall. We were near enough to the ocean to bring in quite a crowd for the summer months. There was a decent sized lake on the edge of town that was a frequent destination for tourists. However, that year, there had been some strange sightings around the lake. The first reports were of giant birds sitting at the water's edge, preventing people from entering the lake. And then the story changed to bird men, like humanoid figures with wings. No one ever saw these things up close. They would describe the silhouette of the creature as either a giant bird or a birdman. In all the stories, the creature had yellow eyes and it would block people from getting to the lake. Sometimes it wandered around the lake, sometimes it stopped cars along the road to the lake. No one ever saw its face. It was so much of a problem that the police were called out to investigate multiple times. The logical theories were that it was either a large, territorial bird or some weirdo in a costume. The illogical theories were that it was either the Mothman, a bird-human hybrid, a ghost or some kind of demon. I leaned towards the weirdo in a costume theory. That's what the two police officers thought as well when I talked to them about it. However, some further developments would take place that would make me change my tune entirely. It was getting late in the summer and I had not seen the creature yet. The lake that was once a popular recreation area was practically empty. Whatever the creature was, it was doing a great job at scaring people away. It was terrible for the town that relied on the income from tourists, but I thought I'd use the opportunity to take my two kids to spend some time at the lake. It wasn't often that we could get the lake all to ourselves. It was about 3 PM when we left for the lake. Part of me wanted to see the creature because I was one of the few locals who hadn't at this point. I was convinced it was some person in a costume. So I wanted to see just how believable the costume really was. It was deathly quiet when we got to the lake. That was the first thing I noticed. No sounds of birds, no frogs, no insects even. It was the strangest thing. I definitely felt like something was wrong, but it wasn't something I could quite put my finger on. I heard some rustling in the trees above me, but when I turned to look, there was nothing to be seen. I thought I saw a black shadow move past me, but I couldn't tell for certain. My kids just looked at me. They knew there was something going on here too, but they didn't say anything. We walked down to the edge of the lake and that's when we saw it, the creature. It looked like the shape of a man, maybe five-ish feet tall, and it had wings where its arms should be. The creature was entirely black, its face and its body, but that wasn't even the strangest part. It was standing in the middle of the lake standing like on the water but it didn't have its wings raised it was just standing there like it was floating or something i was so fixated on the creature that i didn't notice what was right in front of me there were several dead fish floating in the water and more fish washed up on the shore and a few dead songbirds on the beach there was something terribly wrong here i took my kids and ran back to our car We went out for ice cream and didn't say anything more about what we saw at the lake. But since I work for the city, I did some digging when I got to work on Monday. I went back to the lake with a couple of co-workers and we ran some water quality tests. We didn't see the creature that day, but I have no doubt it was there somewhere. And here's where it gets weird, as if it wasn't already weird enough. We found out that a local company was dumping some severely toxic waste in a river that fed into the lake. The pollution levels were off the charts and it was poisoning the fish and wildlife population. It was a huge deal when the public found out and it took a few years to finally restore the lake. The creature sightings continued to happen around the lake until the pollution was cleaned up. I don't know exactly what the bird man was But I'm pretty sure it was there to warn people to stay out of the water. It disappeared after the lake was cleaned up and restored, and it hasn't been seen since. I was hesitant to tell my story because it sounds crazy, but I hear other people having encounters like this. And I think these things aren't necessarily out to get us. They have some purpose, and if you ever see one, check your surroundings. It might be trying to tell you something. This happened in Northwest Utah. I was set out by dispatch to investigate an incident with a wild animal at an old farmhouse. Not really my area, but we didn't have a local animal control in the county, so the job fell to me. The call came in the night before, but since it wasn't technically an emergency and no one was in danger, the station waited until the morning to send someone out. I reached the farmhouse at about 8.15 a.m. The woman who lived there was elderly. I'd say in her seventies, if I had to guess. I don't recall her exact age. She lived alone in the house and the farm was no longer in use. The woman kept a few goats as pets, but that was about it. There were three buildings on the property besides the house, a large barn that sat directly opposite the house, a smaller barn next to it, and a lean-to situated perpendicular to the smaller barn. The goats were kept in the smaller barn the other buildings were used for storage. The story she told me when I arrived was absolutely bizarre. She said the incident happened around 9 or 10 PM the night before, but she had been having problems before that for quite a while. She claimed her goats had been disappearing out of the pen at night. She couldn't figure it out. She had installed chicken wire on the inside of the fence to prevent any animals from getting under the boards, but the goats kept disappearing it wouldn't be often maybe a couple of goats would go missing every month there was no pattern to it and no signs of animals breaking in through the fence she figured someone must have been stealing them so she started putting them all inside the barn at night and locking the doors with chains and a padlock when she began keeping the goats inside they stopped disappearing but other stranger things began happening she would hear knocking on the walls of her house and on the roof, like someone was trying to beat the walls down. But whenever she would go to investigate, the noises stopped. She said sometimes she would hear a screeching or screaming sound coming from outside but never found its source. Last night, she heard the screeching sound again and went out onto the porch to investigate. She looked around but didn't see anything at first, but then a pair of eyes caught her attention. The woman said there was a giant bird-looking creature sitting atop the roof of the larger barn. She claimed it had to be about 5 to 6 feet tall and had a crest on its head and a very long narrow beak. She said she knew that it was the creature responsible for killing her goats. Its eyes reflected back at her and then it took flight. She said its wings were more like a bat than a bird. It had feathers. But it looked to have claws like a bat does she said the creature flew straight towards her and she ran back inside the house and locked the door she said she had never seen a bird like that in all her years of living out there the creature rammed its body into the closed door the woman said she was terribly frightened but she wanted to know what it was so she looked through the window next to the door she said it looked reptilian like a sort of flying lizard. It had feathers, but the eyes of a snake. I wasn't really sure what to do about this situation. This woman just described a dinosaur to me. I figured it was just a very large predatory bird and maybe the woman's eyes weren't what they used to be. I recorded her story just as she told it. I did add a note that I thought it was likely a large vulture. She showed me the scratches on the door and the outside of the house and there was substantial damage. I didn't have a good explanation for her, nor did I have a solution. She showed me the barn where the creature tried to break in. I asked that she had a gun because she's allowed to shoot any animal on her property that's threatening her livestock, whatever type of animal it turns out to be. I told her it might be a good idea to set up cameras to try to figure out what type of bird it was and go from there. What she really wanted was for someone to just get rid of the creature for her, but there wasn't much I could do about that. I did investigate the area around the goat pasture and the barn. If I hadn't gone out there, I would have written this incident off on the ramblings of a crazy old lady. I found a feather, just one. It was huge, like it belonged to an eagle or possibly something larger. The feather itself was red, with bits of yellow splattered in towards the stem. I bagged it for evidence. I told the woman I would send it out for testing and see what species it is. And that was that, or so I thought. I sent the feather out to be tested. It's not typically something we would do, but I was curious. It had been a month and I hadn't heard anything about the feather. I asked my superior and he told me the test came back as inconclusive. I did a bit of digging and called the lab myself. Now here is where it gets weird. When I asked about the results of the feather and gave them the case number, they told me it was classified and I didn't have clearance to get the results. The old woman called me at the station a few days later. She said a team of detectives had been out to her farm to follow up on the case but they wouldn't give her any information. I didn't have anything else to tell her other than I believed her and to get something to protect herself and her goats if she planned on staying out there. I can't tell you what the creature was but I do know there was a significant effort to cover it up. I was backpacking through the enchantments with three friends. The enchantments are in Washington's Cascade Mountains. Parts of the area are highly traveled, while other parts are pretty remote. We stopped in to talk to the park rangers before heading out. It seemed like a normal enough conversation. But they made sure to tell us to keep a clean camp and don't stray too far from the trail system i thought the warnings were due to bears in the area so i didn't think much of it at the time we always had our food in bear canisters and took proper safety precautions we didn't cook near our camp or anything like that we began our trip and i nearly forgot about our conversation with the rangers until we passed another group hiking out of the mountains they were frightened but didn't say why One of the women stopped us and asked where we were going. She then said to make sure we clean up our campsites and don't start any fires. She said to use only our camp stoves, no fires. I asked if they had run into any bears, but the woman replied, no, no bears. And then they left. None of us knew what to think about the encounter. There was something off about that group of hikers. If we knew what was good for us, we would have turned back at that moment, but we didn't. We kept hiking. I don't remember anything strange happening the first night, but the second night we decided to have a small campfire. I thought back to the hikers we passed the previous day and the woman's warning about fire. The fire danger in the area was low. There had been a recent rainfall and the ground was still wet. Plus, we were out in the open in an area that was mostly large slabs of rock there was no danger of the fire spreading. We had the fire going for less than 10 minutes before a rock suddenly flew into our camp. It was obviously thrown by someone. Two of us shined our flashlights toward the area where the rock came from, but we couldn't see anything. We yelled out to them, but didn't get any response back. I thought I heard someone moving through the trees in the distance, but I couldn't be certain. All three of us got up and walked the perimeter of our camp We didn't find anyone there. It was maybe 20 minutes before we all sat back down again, and within a second, another rock was thrown our way, this time from a different direction. We tried to find the culprit. We even went so far as running into the woods after it, leaving our camp unattended. We stuck together in the forest, following the sounds of someone running ahead of us, though we couldn't see them. Whoever it was, they led us in circles. We would have been completely lost if not for my friend's GPS watch. You know, I don't think we would have made it back out of the woods if not for that. When we got back to camp, it was completely ransacked. Our stuff was strewn about everywhere and the fire was extinguished. Upon further investigation, none of our belongings were missing. And I mean nothing at all. We had a decent amount of expensive gear and none of it was stolen nothing was damaged either. It was just spread out across the rocks. There was no logical explanation for it. Even the food storage bags were intact. We ended up moving our camp in the dark that night to somewhere we hoped would be far enough away from the rogue rock thrower. Nothing else happened the rest of the night or the night after. It was the night after that when we had the encounter and it was the fire that drew it in. We kept our camp quiet the previous night. No fire. Looking back, that's why the creature didn't bother us. As soon as we started to build a fire pit, a stone came flying out of the forest. We hadn't even started the fire yet. The sun had begun to set, but it was light enough for me to see what threw the stone at us. It looked like a giant ape. It stood on two feet. It was covered in brown fur except for its face, hands, and feet. Its face was tan, and its skin looked like stiff leather. Its eyes were brown and expressive, unlike any animal I had ever seen before. Its eyes looked like human eyes. It stood there, looking at me, with a rock in its hand. I immediately put the pieces together and kicked the fire pit apart. The beast dropped the rock it held in its hand as soon as I did. My friends and I all stood there dumbfounded just staring at this thing we couldn't believe it was real it must have been following us this entire time it didn't stay long probably less than five minutes in total before it disappeared back into the trees it was shocking how something so large could just vanish like that we didn't build any more campfires for the rest of the trip one of my friends wanted to lure it out with another fire to try to get a photo of it But we ultimately decided against the idea. It was already throwing rocks at us. We didn't want to escalate any further. Still, to this day, I wonder why the creature hated fire so much. It didn't bother us when we used our camp stoves. Maybe it was afraid of us burning down the forest. I don't know. What I do know is that we share the Earth with a lot more than just humans.